my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, January the 13th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's joy. I wish you God's life today. And uh, I welcome you, my friends, back to the celebration of ordinary time. Since the uh, end of November, we have been in what we call privilege time. It began with the feast of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe, right? Then went to four weeks of Advent, and then went to three weeks of our Christmas season, which ended this last Monday with the feast of the baptism of the Lord. And we're going to hear, you know, kind of remnants of that uh, in our gospel today, which only makes sense. You know, we wonder, gosh, why does uh, Christmas end with a baptism? Uh, because we, well, gosh, there's a whole a whole podcast I could do on that, right? Um, but just uh, suffice it to say that at some point, we'll get into that. <laughs> and maybe even today, who knows? Hey, my friends, before we begin, though, I want to tell you this is episode 600. And originally, my thought was to make it to episode 600 and say, that might be my last episode, you know, because I've done this for three years. And, um, you know, that just seems like a nice round number to step aside. And then I heard a homily by someone this last weekend and thought, huh, maybe that's God's way of inviting me to, to continue to do this podcast. So uh, I will continue to do it. And uh, but what I think I will do is I think I'm going to make them shorter. And I say that to you. One, so you can hold me accountable and say, Joe, when you're not being shorter, you said you were going to. And two, I think that's going to be easier for me. Then I don't get anxious about it. Then I don't, you know, uh, stress about it. Then this doesn't become work for me. I want this to be a joy for me. And I hope that comes through because then it can be a joy for you. We're we're diving into the word of God and and nothing is better. And And I don't want that to stress me out. And in stressing me out, passing that on to you for whatever reason. Uh, I hope it's first and foremost, well, front and end, uh, a work of God. So with that, my friends, we are going to read the readings for this coming weekend. We're going to read the first reading and the gospel for what is called the second Sunday in Ordinary Time. And uh, we are going to kind of hear remnants of what I'm talking about, that baptism and, and the after effects, okay? So... Uh, again, what we're looking for, you know, forgive, I'm just going to be blunt. This is what, what I always say, a word, a phrase, an idea, open yourself. Just say, Lord, may your spirit come, may your word find good soil, may that seed be planted, and, uh, and look for something with which God is going to invite you to chew on for this day, for this weekend, uh, for the coming week, whatever that is, Okay. First reading is going to be from Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 3, and then jump to 5 and 6. So verse 3, 5 and 6, Isaiah 49. Then the gospel is going to come out of the gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 29 to 34. So let's break open God's word together. Reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord said to me, You are my servant, Israel through whom I show my glory. Now the Lord has spoken, who formed me as his servant from the womb, that Jacob may be brought back to him, and Israel gathered to him, and I am made glorious in the sight of the Lord, and my God is now my strength. 
It is too little, the Lord says, for you to be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the survivors of Israel. I will make you a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And now, my friends, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one of whom I said, A man is coming after me who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. I did not know him, but the reason why I came baptizing with water was that he might be made known to Israel. John testified further, saying, I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from heaven and remain upon him. I did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, On whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen and testified that he is the Son of God. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A word, a phrase, an idea. If you don't have one and you need to sit with it, pause. Pause the pod and just sit with the word until you're ready to come back. All right, my friends, I told you my, my intent is to keep it shorter. And in doing that, I really want to kind of focus solely on a point. And that point, for me, when I read these readings and just prayed over them and thought about them, mulled on them, that first part of Isaiah, in fact, the first line, we, we could have missed it, you know, because we're just getting ready for the Word of God. So let me say it again. This is Isaiah 49, one of my favorite chapters, so good. So when God compares God's great love, you know, to that of a woman, a mother for her child, right? And says, hey, that's the greatest love we know. And even if, if that love were, were to go away, you know, God's love will never go away. I mean, this Isaiah 49 is about God's great love for us. And right away, the first line, the Lord said to me, so talking to Isaiah, you are my servant, Israel, okay? So Isaiah is proclaiming this to the people, Israel, to the country, to the, to the Jewish people. You are my servant, Israel, through whom I show my glory. Just sit with that. You, Israel, are my servant, and I'm going to use you to show my glory. Now think about the, the Jewish people, brothers and sisters. Now, and, and, and I listen. This is in no way, shape, or form denigrating them. In fact, they are the people of God. Let's make that very clear. But my point in saying think about the Jewish people is they were very much an imperfect people. And do you know who that's like? It's like everybody else. But God had to choose a people in order to make God's self known within our world. And the people had to say yes to being that. God didn't choose a a perfect people. The Jewish people were only perfect in the sense 
that they said yes. And they continued to say yes. And you know what? They continue to say yes. And maybe that's all we need. Maybe that's all God needs is our yes. God doesn't need our perfection. God never, from the very beginning, God hasn't needed our perfection. God solely needs our yes. Why? Because when we say yes, God can then use us in the best sense of that word. We are not puppets. God can enter in, into our very being, into our skin, and through us, through our words, through our actions, through our ideas, through our vision, through our sense of humor, through our, our sensitivity, through our vulnerability, through our, our forgiveness and, and, and our imperfections. God can use all of it to show God's glory, God's greatness, God's grandeur, God's goodness to the world. But God first needs a yes. You know, so darn often, I think we we sit back passively. And this, I'm not casting dispersions at you, aspersion. I'm, 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 I'm castigating me here and saying, maybe I want to sit back and say, okay, God, you know, it's your work. You got to do it. But God needs women and men. God needs people to say, yes, you are my servant, Jonathan. You are my servant. Um, Maria, you are my servant, Bridget. You are my servant, Gloria. You are my servant, uh, Jackson. You are my servants through whom I will show my glory. But I simply need your yes first. And not only today, but tomorrow and next week after you've forgotten that yes and done something entirely different, and next year, we are a people of yes, right? And, and the only way God is going to show that is through us. Now, here's the deal. I know me, and I know all the things I think, and I, I know the intentions behind which some of my actions happen. I, I know um, what goes on in the shadows that other people don't know when I think, say, do, or all the times I've blown it, right? And so what God needs, brothers and sisters, is living icons to, to show God's glory. But, but don't take it upon yourself, and I can't take it upon myself, that I am going to be that solely, because I can't do it solely, because I'm going to falter solely. Which is why, which is why we need to do this as a community of people. God didn't just choose Abraham, right, to be it. He didn't just choose Moses to be it. He chose the Jewish people to be it. Because even Moses faltered. Even Abraham faltered. But as a community of faith, we pick one another up. And when I falter, um, you know, again, yes, God can use my vision, my, my, my creativity. God can use... Uh, the way I think and the way I, I, I speak and the way I, I, I dream and, and all those things. God can use my goodness. God can use all those things in you. But when we falter, people, instead of looking at us and saying, well, that's a, a failed, 
you know, image. There's a nice painting there, but it's got a whole lot of things on it that are, are, are soured, that have soured my taste on it. You know, that's when your, your forgiveness of me and your love of me, even in my imperfections, can carry the face of God and can carry the glory of God and my love of you in your imperfections. And that's the idea of a community. Listen, brothers and sisters, you are my servant, Israel. You are my servant, church of God. You are my servant, people of God, through whom I show my glory. Not just us as individuals, but us as the people of God. And brothers and sisters, that's the idea of, and I'm going to say this like churchy, and I'm going to try to start bringing this to a close here pretty soon to keep my promise of being shorter. But the idea is, and I'll try to make sense of this, that Jesus is the sacrament of God. Now, what that means is, not just, you know, churchy talk, what that means is Jesus puts, puts skin on who God is. We know, we know who God is because Jesus brought it down to earth and made it understandable for our humanity. Jesus is the sacrament of God who, who helped us understand the humanity of God, put skin on God for us. Well, the church is the sacrament of Jesus and helps us put skin on what and who Jesus is. But we do so imperfectly. Not because Jesus was imperfect, but because we are imperfect. But, but we know, if all we look at is the church, as, as the imperfections that we see, that's all we're going to see. But if we look greater than that, if we look greater at, at the, the, the fact that um, the church, and, and when I say the church, brothers and sisters, I don't just mean the Roman Catholic Church. I mean the people of God. I mean the people of God, and I'm, I'm going to get back to that. But when we, when we look at the people of God entire, throughout the world, wherever they are, and, know, and, and, and can we tally up all the good works that they have done? Can we tally up all the charitable things that they have given to? Can we tally up all the ways they have acted on behalf of justice in the world? Mother Teresa once said, where there is love, there is God, Right? In a sense, she's almost quoting John. Um, not the gospel of, but the, the letter of John, right? Where there is love, there is God. That's St. That's Mother Teresa of Calcutta. That's the people of God. Where there is love, there the glory of God is shown. And here's the last thing I'll say, brothers and sisters, and why it's so important and helps answer the question, why does the, the, the Christmas season end with baptism? Because, brothers and sisters, the Christmas season isn't just about a cute babe. It's about us being born into Christ and our baptism, right? It's when we are immersed into God and we die to ourselves. I live no longer I, but Christ lives in me. It's that idea that Christ is born in us. And because of that, I become a part of this larger people of God. I do not carry God entire, nor do you. Let that go. And in your imperfections, allow somebody else to love you in that and forgive you in that and know that that forgiveness and their love of us in our imperfections is showing the glory of God to somebody else, starting with us, right? And our loving of them in the midst of the, whoever they are and their imperfections is showing the glory of God. Brothers and sisters, the gospel is for everybody. Isaiah makes that clear at the end of this reading, right? I, I will make you a light to the nations. 
that my salvation may reach the ends of the earth. The gospel is for all. Where there is love, there is God. And there are, there's no borders on love. There's no boundary to love. Where there is love, there is God. Yes, there's imperfections in all of us. But where there is love, where there is forgiveness, where there is loyalty, where there is persistence, where there is justice, where there is goodness, there is God. And we are a model for that. We must not wait for God to do everything, brothers and sisters. God waits for us. God waits for us and our yes. You are my servant, my friends. You listening to this, through whom God shows God's glory. All God needs is our yes. Let's pray. And we begin, my friends, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We continue through the luminous mysteries this week. The second luminous mystery, the wedding feast at Cana. Gosh, I, I wish I'd have done the baptism of the Lord, but that was last week. <laughs> the, the wedding feast at Cana. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Have the best weekend and the best week ahead. Be well and God's peace.